Phenomenal African Women UK. Ready to be inspired, celebrated and empowered. Hey, it's the Aphrodite Empower podcast, where we share our real and relatable experiences as young black women connected to the African diaspora. Invite some friends and join the conversation with your hosts, Shanova, Emanuela and Blessings. Great. Hi, everyone. And welcome back to the Afro Diet Empower podcast. I hope you all are doing well, staying safe. And yes, today we have in a very, very exciting episode. Um, it's going to be focused around the topic of media and entertainment. And we have our very first guest on today. So if you could introduce her, her name is Isakin Osinde. So very welcome. Hello, guys. Thanks for having me. Um, yes, I'm Isakin and I'm a creative. Um, and yeah. Looking forward to this topic. Lovely, lovely. So, how are you all doing today? Oh, I'm tired. Shanova, how are you doing? It's one of those days I woke up from a nap and then came oh. in here. It's one of those days. It's been one of those days. It's been busy, but it's been good. It's productive. Great. Great. What about you guys? I'm tired. I'm trying to get all these essays done and in. Um, and hit those deadlines. Um, apart from that, the sun is coming out. So mm. when the sun comes out, I'm just like in a different mood. I just want to go outside, get some fresh air. So yeah, I'm not doing too bad. That's good. And you, Isakin, are a very special guest. I'm, I'm doing good as well. Just been doing some work in the morning, but been excited to catch up with you guys. Great, great. Okay, so we're gonna just go into our first question. And um, I guess as you are creative and um, I guess you're building your social media presence, many people may ask you like, who is Isakin? Who is Isakin? Um, yeah, so I'm gonna ask you now, who is Isakin? Who is Isakin? Um, I feel like to put it in one or two words, um, I would say I'm a storyteller and a thinker. And I know those are quite broad terms, but I try not to make it too, you know, I don't want to put myself in a box because I still feel like there's always more to find out about ourselves. But I know that for everything I do, I'm either telling a story or sharing my thoughts on something. So, yeah. I really, really like that. Um, I really like the idea of how you don't put yourself into a box and you like to, because I think one thing I've gained by watching your feed is you really like to diversify your content like every time I come up with something new and I really really enjoy that so that's really good so okay in that sense what would you say to somebody that wants to diversify their brand you know maybe they've been doing something for a long time um I don't know maybe they were dancing or doing a particular poetry or something but they want to show a different side to themselves how do you introduce that what would you advise to someone um I would say, well, I'll firstly say your brand isn't tied to what you do, but who you are. So even if you were to branch into something else, it's still you doing it. So you would just have your own signature of doing that, whether it be, I don't know, now going into acting or going into something completely different. I think it's still it's still your, your brand that's trademarked, if that makes sense. But I, I understand because I feel like at times it's hard for us to branch out because people expect this and that from us. But yeah. I think it's about letting go 
of those expectations and not limiting what God can do through you. Because I think even at the age that we are now, we still have so much to release and we don't know what avenue God is going to turn us to, if that makes sense. True. Um, I was I was gonna jump in as well and say as you said that you're a storyteller and a creative so a storyteller mm-hmm. and oh, the word just got out my my head but would a thinker but would you say that also hinders you as well like sometimes you overthink because like when creating because you're thinking this this like how deep does it go being a creative and a uh, being a I keep saying a creative <laughs> a storyteller and a thinker because you are a creative as well I think when I was thinking of being a thinker because I, I agree I think sometimes even I know that me I personally sometimes overthink situations but I think when I was saying think I was thinking more about ideas like mm. thinking of new ideas or innovate innovator maybe that's a clearer way of saying it but um just you know, thinking while it's still free to think, you know, <laughs> thinking while, you know, people are allowing you to have freedom of speech to think. So, yeah, I guess that's what it stems from. How do you allow yourself to kind of think outside of the box? Because I follow you on Instagram and I've seen like really creative reels, um, just, just, amazing ways of incorporating like music and poetry and dance so how do you allow yourself to think outside of the box really thank you thank you so much um i think i think it's mainly about not being afraid to be your authentic self mm-hmm. and whatever because the thing is when god sets a, um, an idea on our hearts is usually very seasonal and just being being able to just release it, not thinking, oh, I need to have this first, I need to have that first before I can create this and that. Just releasing what you want, you know, a 15 second reel might touch someone. You don't know who's watching, you don't know who's listening. And I think what's helped me, at first I thought I had to be so prepared, even before starting YouTube, I was like, I have to be so prepared. I need to get a camera, I need to know this, I need to know that. But I think there's something about starting and learning along the way that's better than trying to learn everything before you start because you're always going to learn something new and even in terms of thinking outside the box I think he's even try. how do I say this I think it's not even necessarily trying to look to do something different but following what God has laid on your heart in that moment of time and just allowing yourself to release not overthinking it just you know release wow that's amazing I really like the idea of when you said that you don't have to wait till you're, um, you know everything or you feel like you have the right platform now to be able to share. Um, I think an analogy I've come up across, come across once was, and um, it's like being on the ladder and you're on the second step and you're saying, okay, well, someone's on the sixth step. Why can't they help the someone that's on, you know, ground zero? But actually someone's just below you. You should be able to help them up. So I really like that idea of um, mm-hmm. helping who you can and impacting who you can. Um, in terms of when you mentioned that you'd like to diversify your, your brand, you don't, you're not just one thing. You don't just portray one type of content. What was that journey like for you? Because um, from what I know from you personally, um, I knew you as a, the dancer kind of thing. And then eventually, like, no, no, no. 
I'm not just a dancer. I'm more than that. And you showed um, more sides to yourself. What was that journey like for you? Um, I would definitely say, because I, I agree. I was even thinking about this today because for a long time, like I just focused on dance because it was the one thing that I was just most comfortable with sharing. But I knew there were other things that I wanted to do, but I just kept on. I felt like I hadn't reached that level where I could release, kind of going back to the, the idea of thinking I have to be ready. Mm-hmm. But I think once you actually release something that even if it's something you've never done before, like, I don't know, you like to sing, but you've never released any videos of you singing or you like to write and you've never released any song. Like, I think for me, I think it's because I just finally thought, you know what, what at the level that I'm at now, let me document my progress. And you actually begin to realise there's more in you than you think. And I think that's one thing that I realised I've had to overcome. There's so much more in us than we, than we actually give out. And I think it's about, I think we live our lives just trying to understand ourselves more. I don't think we fully arrive at our knowing. Like I think God has so much that he wants to release in us. And it's just about us not limiting, limiting it to what we are known for, but who we actually are. Because I think even in the time that we're in right now, people are going into different avenues and you can be very multifaceted, you know, like even outside of the creative world, the corporate world as well. I never thought I would get into um, finance and investing and trading and stocks and stuff like that. And I thought, no, that's for a certain type of people. They look this certain type mm. of way. They think this certain type of way, but no, you know, we should never limit what we, what God can do through us because of the way we have seen ourselves be in the past. You get what I mean? So instead of trusting on our results in the past, trusting on the revelation that God gives us in our heart. Lovely. Okay, I can move on to another question now. Okay, so what actually just came to mind is you were um, saying about how you're not really relying on people's expectations of what they think of you to determine your content. Have you ever received like negative comments or or, um, people taking your content in a negative way? And how have you dealt with that if you have um, received any negative comments? Oh, that's a good question. I think I think the, the the comments the main the main comment I've gotten is like oh you're doing too much relax you're doing too much mm-hmm. and I think yeah yeah because yeah, I think it's kind of the mentality that it's the scarcity mentality where you feel like leave out some you know like you, you have to spread it out but instead of seeing it like you're trying to divide think of it like a cake mm-hmm. or like pizza and you're cutting you're cutting the slices so that there's enough for everyone. It's not, I think sometimes people have that mentality, especially like in terms of YouTube or going into something that's highly saturated, as they say. But instead of seeing it like that, seeing it like a candle, a light. And you know, when you, you know, like um, Christmas day when we're putting on, we're, we're lighting everyone's candle in church, kind of like that, yeah. the flame never runs out. There's enough for everyone <laughs> to go around. And I think being comfortable with doing, we serve a God of extra. He does exceedingly and abundantly. So why would we ever be doing too much by expressing ourselves? You get what I mean? And I think that's one thing that's limited me because I didn't want to come across too extra, but I realized that's just part of my character. (laughs) You know, you're going to have the audience for you. You know, not everyone is going to 
you know, it won't be everyone's cup of tea, but you're going to have your audience. So that's okay. You know, we're not meant to be everyone's audience, you know, so. And I think yeah. that's a good point as well, because even for me, I've had to sometimes let go of people's comments, even if it's close mm. family and friends, because yeah. in my head, I'm like, you're, you're, my brand is not for you and you're not my target <laughs> audience. It's okay. Mm. Like, like if, if I'm doing something for young women or I'm doing something for brands, like just because your auntie tells you that she doesn't like it, it's okay. My auntie's yeah. not a young woman anymore and she's also not a brand that I'm looking um, to work mm-hmm. with. So like there has to be almost like a, um, a shift in your mindset when it comes to that because if not, you could end up feeling uh, really alone and really like going inside yourself um, mm-hmm. about what, like, am I actually good enough? Is, is what I'm doing, is it actually helping anyone? Um, yeah. Um, point that Shinova mentioned about like um, receiving criticism from I guess people people that are older or elders. Um, mm. I think with just the creative movement that's just going on at the moment. There's such a big generational gap, um, and all of this is very new. Like YouTubers, content creators, um, Instagram yes. influencers, so on and so forth. Like there's such a a new um, careers movement that's happening that they've never been exposed to um compared to like the traditional um career choices um so i kind of when 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 you guys were talking about criticism or people not really understanding just like yeah but this is new like mm-hmm. <laughs> you've never experienced it. naturally you would have something negative to say um but as you were talking um Isikin, i was just going to ask you who do you kind of look up to in the fields that you are kind of dabbed into um, and who really kind of inspires you or pushes you to, you know, keep creating and not, you know, limit to yourself to the comment of you're doing too much. Mm. Yeah. Um, hmm. I think there are, there are many people, um, there's just a lot of people, like I get inspired by everyone. You get what I mean? Like, um, I yeah. think of people like how, for example, with Rihanna, she she started off in the music industry and now she's doing fashion and she's doing amazing in that. Mm-hmm. And then, um, oh, I've forgotten her name. Oh, I've forgotten her name. But people that are not afraid to cross into different industries, like someone that's really close to me, like my big sis, her name is Hayley Melinda. And she started off as a keynote speaker. She, you know, she was traveling and speaking and telling her story and then she's recently gone into the music industry and it's like she could do both and even in the song that she recently released prosper by Muller, check it out guys um she talks about that she talks about the different worlds mixing together because i just i think that's what inspires me that's the people that i look up to that are not afraid to change the expectation of how you should be or how many things you should be involved in yeah and i I think you've made a good point there isakin as well because the people that you look up to when it comes to the creative work that you do it's so important to look up to not only positive people but people who you aspire to be like as well Mm -hmm. um in terms of like you your your brand I guess we'll say your brand is so diversified that if you were looking at people who were just doing it in one area then you may feel actually maybe I I can't do all of this or I shouldn't do all of this but by keeping your eyes open in terms of the people that you watch that also has helped 
your brand to be like do you know what this is possible this is possible mm. on any level right um so for all those of you listening at home as well um don't feel like you just have to listen to one person one type of content one one type of thing um let, let your mind expand let your mind expand and i think when your mind expands as well that's really when god's like you know what i can work with this like like really open, open your your head open your mind open your like open your book and just write some of the craziest ideas down um and then that's when god's like i i, I can help you make like an ice cream a store made out of ice cream i, I like i'm just out of the way <laughs> yeah but yeah wow um, do you know what even just came to mind um, when you're talking about your content as well is do you ever find that because you know you're doing this like you, you're a bit unique and okay let me word this properly um, do you ever find that you're almost competing with other people mm. well I don't know if that's worded properly but do you ever find that okay someone's working in a similar industry or you see someone doing something that's a bit similar to you have you ever felt a bit like threatened by it like you share your honest experiences yeah yeah I'll be very transparent I think especially at the beginning of starting a YouTube channel it wasn't necessarily competition but comparison because you see people that start at the same time as you and maybe their platform grows bigger or maybe you know they're getting more response I think at the beginning I was kind of like oh maybe there's something that I'm doing wrong maybe I need to be more relatable here or maybe I need to be less extra <laughs> maybe I need to calm down like stuff like that I think at the beginning I was just like oh that's why I'm not getting as many as much interaction but then I think God, God really humbled me because it's really about who is touched by what you say what you do because kind of going back to the audience thing um God has called you to a particular type of people and for you not to be your authentic self, they're, they're losing something from that. And the moment you touch someone, they can touch a hundred people and then they can touch, you know what I mean? Like, I think we also have to take, sometimes separate ourselves from what God has called us to do. Cause sometimes we get in the way of it. And yes, YouTube, you can make it a business like Emanuela was saying about, it, it's actually a whole career. And yes, the algorithm, matters and all of that but I think especially in the beginning stages being your authentic self will open the right doors for you um but yeah in terms of competition I think yeah I think it was mainly just comparison um mm -hmm. because I I try and make sure that everything I do I always question what's my attention behind this and um I was actually reading Hades caption today and she said something about is it going to feed your ego or is it going to feed your spirit and I think sometimes you know because of the hype because of oh you know this, this much engagement this much like that can feed someone's ego that can feed my ego instead of feeding my spirit like oh maybe I should create content like that again because it got so many views but no really follow your heart really follow um really think yeah I think what what has helped me is thinking about what's my intention behind this because at the end of the day and I, I don't know if you guys can relate you can post something and then a week later you're cringing at what you post <laughs> i don't know it's just me oh yes <laughs> i don't know if it's just me <laughs> but 
and I don't like obviously it happens naturally because we're always growing that's just an ev- evidence of growth but I don't want to ever put myself in a position where I'm like oh I literally just did that because of flesh you know mm-hmm. so yeah I feel you I feel you I think um with my family's YouTube channel I have when I'm editing it sometimes like I put something in and a week later I'm looking back and I'm like really should I set that joke in I think that's a little bit close to them especially with my mother I'm like I think that's a little bit close to the mark maybe that should one should be been put in but sometimes I have to be like do you know what it's okay like we're being mm. our honest selves we're being authentic and stuff and some people are gonna like that and some people aren't gonna like that but it's okay right. um yeah and to be honest, when I see one dislike on a video, I know that it's gone to lots of people. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> it's gone beyond family. Someone's wow. disliked it. <laughs> yeah. Wow, honestly. That's Not that I'm looking for people to start disliking, please. <laughs> Don't want to see lot more dislikes than likes, but yeah. <laughs> you never know, they might have been watching it upside down and just mistakenly thought it was a like button. I mean, know? I mean, there you go. <laughs> Turn your phone, please. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I can relate to the cringing. I remember my first video on my YouTube channel. I must have been singing. I think you I think you all know. I must have been singing in like the first. But like, why am I singing? Like, I can't sing. <laughs> oh, goodness. But yeah, I think definitely being your authentic self is so important. I think that's one thing I've learned from this podcast that you really said, Isakenta. Honestly, be your authentic selves um, mm. out there if you're listening. Like, don't you don't have to copy anybody else. You are your own unique fingerprint. So make your impact on this world. Um, but yeah, do you ladies have anything else? Yeah, I was just gonna um, ask as well. As as you know, as we were talking about um, the different generational gaps, as Emmanuel was bringing up, mm. would you say um, it's for all of you? But would you say that as an Afro african or caribbean with african or caribbean background that actually that is also culture has also been hindrance to people accepting the creative side of you right almost like i mean some of the questions you might get is like will this pay the bills i mean you may not be paying bills there or like you know will this actually bring you money in what's your backup plan yeah Mm. i think i i thank god because i think my parents knew from young that I always wanted to do like performing arts and stuff like that and I think it was me that kind of limited myself especially because ironically I think it was school that made me think oh let me go to sixth form instead of a college or a performance college Mm. um and just in case like exactly what you said about having a backup and yeah just having this really not the best mentality about it because like my dad's into music and my mom my mom just has always supported it as well I think there was always obviously there's a little bit of a bias like you know you know maybe get you know still go to uni get the degree but even with the idea of university and maybe this can be a topic for another day but I think it's not even for everyone as well I definitely think it's mainly for people that are going into a specialist um career like a doctor but and obviously you can still go to uni like I'm my my degree that I'm studying now, English literature and creative writing, is not a specialist. Um, you, you can't really be a specialist as an English teacher. But um, what I'm trying to say is that, you know, I, I kind of wanted to go there for the experience. And I think I've enjoyed it. I don't really regret it. Um, there have been times I have, though, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but I think I can, I think I put that pressure on myself because I kept on thinking, what is it I really want to do? 
because I remember careers days used to stress me out so much when they say you know what career are you looking into and I remember I used to be obsessed with going on that search job engine trying to look for a job that describes what I want to do but I couldn't find anything I couldn't find anything I was like okay I could probably do this but in the long term I don't think I'm going to be interested in this and I think that has always been the thing that I struggled with like oh but I can't fully see myself doing this wholeheartedly I can't fully see myself just being into English I can't fully see myself just being into dance I like I like to to explore different avenues you know what I mean and I think that's the mentality I think not even my parents I think school put me in because even when we had careers days when we had like different um Oh, what do we call it again? You know when, like in the in the hall, and there were different like mm-hmm. stands. Stands, yes. And there will be so much for I don't know business and engineering and all of these like STEM subjects. And there will sometimes be none or very little opportunities for people that are into drama, into creative writing, and all of those things. You have to almost most of the time pe- for people to do that. You just need it needs to be word of mouth. You need to have the right connections, and one thing I realized is that, you know what, maybe it's just because the type of role or career that I'm going into, it hasn't fully been created yet, or I kind of determine what that looks like, if that makes sense. Wow. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. I know that a lot of people who feel overwhelmed, especially for me listening right now, um, I didn't choose a STEM subject and coming to uni, I'm studying sociology and I kind of felt, okay, maybe I should have done law or maybe I should have done, should have been better at chemistry um, because I think those subjects have more a direct um, path after uni um, and subjects like sociology, um, English languages are barely talked about um, and it can kind of be stressful when you choose it um, as a degree. But I I really, really appreciate what you just shared right now. And I think a lot of people would find a lot of comfort um, hearing that university is not just the only option. I mean, we have Shinova who has her own business. She didn't go to uni and she's doing her own thing um, and she's successful. And I think that's what that's the type of um, opportunities or like topics that we want to expose to our audience just to know that there's not just a narrow or um, restricted view of what success looks like or careers or um yeah so yeah I really really yeah appreciate it and I think you both made a really good point as well in terms of like when you do go to uni the the subject you choose should be something that you enjoy like if I did go to university as much as science I think it was GCSE I, I stopped I stopped doing science like fully after GCSE but as much as science like I enjoyed it but see getting the grade I did the struggle to get that grade it was it was not worth continuing on it was not worth for me I was like I have to love you and leave you behind and if I'm still interested in it then I'll do some like little research watch some doctor programs I mean Holby City and Casualty are not helping me but you know I'll I'll dabble a little bit in you know um but you really have to do something that you enjoy because you're going to be there for three years studying this subject so please I mean, I'm saying it and then I, I can, I know that there are going to be people at home like, oh, it's so easy to say, but my parents are saying and stuff. But as much as you can, try and choose a subject that you will enjoy for the three years rather than you're just trying to tick a box. 
because university yeah. is not a tick box exercise it's not and like just to bounce off what you're saying i think um especially if you're doing like a humanity mm-hmm. subject you're doing a creative subject it's because you're you're called to create something out of that i think the difference between i think it's also about the fact that it makes you have a bigger broader outlook on life and it must mean that you're called to something in terms of a wider scale in terms of humanities and that can you can literally use sociology for so many different things and i think um not to even like talk bad about people that do chemistry people that do engineering like i look up to people that do that because that's amazing and that's dedication and that's there's just it's just different type of people because some people they know that okay I want to be a doctor. I have to be at school for this this many years. Then I have to do this type of degree. So that's absolutely fine. But I think the idea that everyone learns in a similar way, I think has really been damaging to a lot of people's idea on purpose. Because it's like, oh, I have to get my degree. I have to get my grades. And then this opportunity will be open to me. And I think people get that anxiety, especially when, you know, like how, how we're saying, you know, almost done, uni's almost finished. We get that idea that, oh, I should know what I want to do by now. But mm. exactly like Shinova said, as long as you're doing what you love and you you work on it to the point of expertise, like mm. you're not just learning the things that they teach you in your sociology classes, but you're, you're reading books from philosophers, people that inspire you, like be the best in what you do and your rooms will make, your, your kids will make room for you. Like if you're into writing, you know, go above and beyond what you learn in uni, you know, make it your profession. You, We need to study ourselves more than the degree that we're doing. Like we should study ourselves outside of what we're given in our degree. And I think that's what makes us more comfortable with what we want to do because we've, we've practiced it to the point of mastery and, you know, no one can stop you. Think of someone like um, JK Rowling, She's an author and a lot of people will be like, I remember when I went to an open day, literally in year 12, and it was a creative writing, um, a creative writing course. And this guy straight up said, yeah, not many people get paid from this job, but you know, if you want to do this degree, fair enough. But you know, I didn't get, I didn't get anything out of this. <laughs> it was so discouraging. I was like, why would you say that? Do you know how many people you're discouraging from going into what they're called to do so that idea of being an author seems like oh you can't really get anything out of that but jk rowling she's like a billionaire right now yeah. like she's been successful in that because she focused on what she was good at to the yeah. point of mastery and i think that's all we have to really do we shouldn't worry about you know what what career we're going to get into straight after uni and i think there's nothing stopping us from even starting now as well exactly like shinova said about ticking it off a box you will realize, I mean, obviously I haven't finished uni yet, but even from people that have finished uni, I've seen once you stop uni, nothing, nothing, nothing changes. Like you, you actually become in control of everything. You know what I mean? You know, the job is not handed to you on a silver plate. Like you have to still go out and find those things. So don't even wait until uni's ticked off the box. You know, I think that's the best place to even find yourself and find what you want to do. 100% 100% agree and and jobs aren't they're not as rigid rigid as people think as well mm. like you could go into position 
and end up doing so many different things or they love you so much that they tailor it to you and to what you're really good at so I, I think too many times people think I'm going from A to B to C and it's just going to be this like progressive sort of thing that it's one step to another and as you were saying like with the creative writing like or, or with even JK Rowling like okay she has books but the books have also been created into films and like mm. it, it's it's so much beyond and I'm sure it's not just oh they've created a film let's not talk to JK Rowling let's just leave her on her own <laughs> I'm sure she's part of that creative process as well so yeah. I'm like being like it it like it's what we were saying before about let your mind just expand and like have fun with it like have so yeah. much fun with the things that you're interested in um yeah you know what i was literally just gonna ask would there be a piece of advice you've given but she she was telling me to be authentic she was saying you should have mastery i learned so much in what you were just saying so honestly i've i really appreciate you coming i don't know if you guys have anything else you wanted to add to today's episode but i've really really learned a lot in this time thank you so much is because this has been a like a mind blow oh and i can do that and they can see me this time <laughs> um yeah um it's, it's just been so great and it's even just like being able to talk as the four of us as well and have conversation like mm -hmm. don't limit yourselves at home guys just let your mind run free um. exactly <laughs> and blow up <laughs> yeah yeah just to kind of echo what the girls just said yeah i loved it um, I think you just shared so much um, and I think what you just shared just shows how much is being poured into you um, and how much you are accessing yourself to you. Um, again I follow you on social media so I kind of I don't know everything about you but I know the things that you're dabbling into and it's just really amazing um, for you to be here and to share a bit of what you do um, so yeah really appreciative. I'm looking forward to more of what it's a kind of storyteller and thinker is doing so yeah Come through. thank you guys so much for even reaching out to me i was so excited i've never done a podcast before so i was like oh my oh, gosh i felt so honored wow we are honored too yeah oh, thank you guys so thank you all so much we've had so much fun in this podcast a big thank you to Izakun, a big thank you to blessings and a big thank you to emmanuela and a thank you from myself as well. And we will see you all next time. Bye. Bye. We're really glad you joined us today. Check us out on Instagram, Aphrodias, and comment on today's podcast post. Don't forget, be phenomenal.